and welcome to another American Road Trip Talk, where we introduce you to the people and places behind the articles in American Road Magazine. I'm your host, Foster Brown. The summer 2013 issue of American Road Magazine focused on neon sights that keep the night bright. Dave Hudson, our guest in this podcast, is the man who brings the warmth of yesteryear back to those glowing gas sentinels. He's the owner of Neon Time, a company in suburban St. Louis, Missouri, that specializes in restoring neon signs. He's also part of the Neon Heritage Preservation Committee that was formed by the Missouri Route 66 Association in 2008 to save endangered historic signs along the Mother Road. In this second of two conversations, Dave shares some of the secret to bringing back the glow in a motel's marquee or restoring the allure of an historic St. Louis donut shop. You'll find that the skill of bending glass and giving it the perfect hue is a precise and rare skill. This podcast is brought to you by Vandalia, Illinois, where you're invited to take a peek at all makes and models at the 4th Annual Vandalia, Illinois Lions Club Car and Truck Show, August 24th and 25th. Admission is free with live dancing and 50s and 60s music at the Lake Pavilion from Fanfare Band featuring Kitty Muller. For more information, visit MidwestAllFordNationals.com. Uh, we're talking, by the way, with Dave Hudson, who is the owner of Neon Time. And uh, it's in St. Charles, Missouri, uh, one of the suburban areas of uh, St. Louis, Missouri. And he's also a member of the Neon Heritage Preservation Committee, part of the Missouri Route 66 Association. And I, as you're talking about this, this sounds like a tremendous art. You know, there, there's all there's a mechanical skill to it, but I mean, there's a lot of art right. to involve this. Right. Now, and you apprentice to somebody initially. Do you have other people now that you are apprenticing as well to carry on? Uh, I have several inquiries, but um, that's I, I've had a I've had a couple of people that work in the shop to apprentice. It just it takes an enormous amount of patience. Uh, I think mm. if you're not set up if you're not set up for that, that's a it that's a heady prospect. I went through literally about just under two thousand pounds of glass to to learn wow. to bend neon. So that's a lot of that's a lot of hours in front of the fire. Um, so yes, I have not, I have not apprenticed anyone from, from start to finish. No, I was just but, curious. Um, I was curious if you had somebody else who was following in your footsteps, maybe, a. uh, well, a, I think a, the real, I think the real way to do it is to, to set up, uh, either do what I do and that is, uh, attain a degree of proficiency and then go polish it off under the tutelage of of somebody else, or sure. you set up and then you you go and you get pointers and lessons and go home mm-hmm. and just practice, 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 practice. Now, Dave, your work is primarily, as you said, restoration right now, or, or are there original works that you're creating as well? Yeah, well, we do everything. I, I do, um, you know, the restoration work. I have had quite a few restoration projects. We regularly, well, I should say we, I regularly do um, commercial new signs, everything from signs on rooftops of buildings to, you know, a small sign somebody might put in their basement bar. Mm-hmm. So, and it, you know, we have to pay the bills. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I, but what fascinates me is that while this is involved with histor- restoring historical uh, signs, yeah. like the ones that we talked about in our magazine that you've mm-hmm. been involved with, the mm-hmm. Preservation Committee, there there's also a, a part of this that is kind of like... Um, 
it's the magic of this that is very unique. Yeah. And it sounds like there's yeah. still ongoing call for this for the for the neon. Oh, absolutely. I mean, as far as the quote-unquote neon look, there will never be a replacement for it. LED, the advent of LEDs really has made inroads into that market where neon isn't seen, in other words, behind a plastic face or a formed letter. Yes. But who, but who cares? Because, <laughs> you know, let LED have it. It's, it's, uh, it's, uh, you don't see the neon anyway, and typically the craftsmanship that went into the typical neon letter covered by plastic was not very good. Mm. Um, I think it really has separated the men from the boys, and... Oh, you know, if you want a finish sign that is a the neon look, you know, neon like you just said. I mean, there's a certain allure. There's yep. an alchemy. Yep. There's a sense of alchemy to neon, and it truly the analysis is, of it is, you know, the, the the spectrum of light that's given off from neon is completely different from daylight. And um, oh, yeah, right, there's, exactly. There's there's something to it. There's yep. something yep. to it that yeah. uh, seduces the eye and creates the a different nighttime. Uh, Dave, I, I'm, I'm wondering as we made to wrap things up here a little bit. Uh, you have you are an artist. Uh, is this kind of a disappearing art form? Are you kind of like a blacksmith in the sense that yes, there are still blacksmiths around, but you know. I don't know. I, I you know I think there's fewer and fewer people doing it because uh, there's fewer and fewer shops, and I in the computer age, there's just not the patience that I just described to learn the True. craft. However, you can go drive in almost any community and see certainly come across a stick of neon here and there. Um, and so, you know, neon's out there. I, I get people that come into the shop all the time and they say, oh, my gosh, this is a lost art. And I think, oh, you know, what? <laughs> I'm the last of the Mohicans. What, <laughs> whatever will happen. On the other hand, um, there's really still a call for it. And I think it just will be, I think it just will be more specialized right. and, again, relegated to... The, the neon look and uh, the the allure of all those vintage signs that we love so much really will perpetuate that. Now, we talked a little bit in our, our girls in our last podcast about the projects that you had with the Preservation Committee, uh, mm-hmm. the Sunset Motel and uh, the Luna Cafe and the Donut Shop and things like that. What, right. Of those, which was your kind of your biggest challenge? Hmm. Well, I think all of those signs were doable. I think the real pleasure in them comes in doing them the way they would have been done 60 or 70 years ago when they were first made. So much what happens today is a sort of a reworking or not applying the same techniques, and I really enjoy uh, applying the same techniques that I learned that would have been and that I see in all mm. of my vintage signs to those signs. I think one of our biggest challenges, there's an enormous sign in Lebanon, Missouri, on Route 66 uh, at the Munger Moss oh, yes. Hotel. And, and that sign is sort of the prototype for the Holiday Inn Great Sign, what they call the Great Sign with the right. arrow. Right. And this came, this was the this was the predecessor that that design seemingly was taken from. Wow. And uh, But the sign is about uh, 35 feet tall and 30 feet wide. And uh, there's no moving it. It's been there since the 50s, and it's going to stay there. <laughs> it's not budging. And um, it's a bit of a labyrinth, So, and it has a lot of neon on it, and it's heavily photographed, and we like to keep it in good shape. Uh, but it presents its challenges because, it's, as I said, it's been there for that long. And um, uh, 
it uh, it's uh, a bit of a maze to work to work through. Dave, trying, but I'll, it's I'll, a pleasure to take care of. I, and I want to just salute you for the work that you've done. And I, the, well, thank you. The artwork we've seen in both in our magazine and I posted as, with our blog post as well is just it's just exquisite. It brings back a lot of memories to me and to a lot of the older listeners and, and readers of the magazine, I'm sure. And I know that you're going to continue on now. The, the committee is continuing its work. Am I right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, we have many more projects in the works. Well, then we will look for more of those projects appearing okay. on the American Road. Dave Houston, thank you so much for being with us here on American Road thank Trip. You. This podcast was brought to you by the Illinois Lincoln Highway Coalition. This fall, make plans to visit the amazing Corn Maze, tribute to the Lincoln Highway Centennial at John the Mac Orchard in Malta, Illinois, where the first seedling mile of this historic highway was laid. Test your orienteering skills and try not to get lost in the 10-acre corn maze with three miles of pathways and two bridges. The maze opens Saturday, August 31st and runs through late October. Find out more about this colossal corn curiosity by visiting johnamacorchard.com. Thanks for listening to this podcast, and we hope you'll subscribe to our regular interviews through iTunes or your favorite podcast application. Visit us at AmericanRoadMagazine.com for more information about the magazine, trip itineraries, suggestions, fun contests, and a whole lot more. Until we meet again on the American Road, this is Foster Brown reminding you that the joy is in the journey.